bile tea. Another, another episode here on the Drunken Radio Show. This is the show that takes the pee out of podcasts. Here in the odd corner with Chris Chigo. And I'm Manny Vichiga. We are definitely your hosts that drink the most, and here we go on a little trip. So grab a cup and take a sip, because here we go. Not just to the other side, but to the otter side of reality here on BioT. You guys hear me? Loud and clear. You sure? (laughs) I can't hear you. (laughs) I didn't think you guys would hear me deep inside this motherfucking rabbit hole I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> that I can't fucking get out of. <laughs> First off, what are you guys sipping on tonight? Crack my beer open. I got a Bud Light, tall boy, for now. I got go. some Coors Light, and I got that. It's a <clears throat> smoke horn. wagon, straight bourbon whiskey. Snap! Oh, yeah, it's getting serious already. I got some delicious stone IPA. I'm gonna start off with that motherfucker. First off, we're gonna get into a little bit of this hidden history. And I got a question for you guys. If you want to do a little bit of time traveling not to get into like time traveling time traveling in a different way like if you want to go to the past what are some things that you guys think you might need damn um, oh. Clint what do you think first off what would your reason be to go there I guess oh. then you would see what you would need huh so mm-hmm. I guess what would a reason what would, what would a reason be for going to the past? Um to see Jimi Hendrix live. Fuck yeah. See, there you go. You got your priorities straight. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's it's not something you think of every day but um if you were to go back to the past i think one important thing you would have to be able to understand and speak the lingo or the language of wherever you're going to 
so that means that one has to fucking probably learn the language of the past. So you kind of get into the origin of words at that point. Mm. And you start, if you, if you look, if you try to fucking, you know, try to research shit like this, you see that words meant different things. And a bunch of the words that we have now are like compound words. So in a sense, history has been kind of hidden from us through language. Because even if you want to learn about the past, which is kind of like going back to the past time traveling in a sense, so to speak, you want to understand the past with a modern language, you're not going to get too far. You guys know what there was before alphabets? Hmm. Numbers? Yep. Numbers and pictures. And there's this universal language that's also kind of like suppress I don't know what this universal language is but there's supposed to be this universal language that is pretty much in all petroglyphs and things like that all that shit you know mm-hmm. but um I think this is one way that the past has been hidden from us like this knowledge hidden history you guys heard of the history channel everybody knows about the history channel have you guys ever come across something else a youtube um channel that is called the lost history channel no i haven't these people got taken out they were banned from youtube so you can find some of the videos in other platforms and stuff but this this person is just like out to debunk the history channel and there's been other a bunch of people on um, YouTube that have tried to come out and debunk one way or another the History Channel and even ancient aliens and shit like that. You know, because a lot of people believe the ancient aliens that the, that show. Mm-hmm. But I think they overhype and videos have come out of them actually lying on the show about certain things. I would, but, yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. I, I've seen some weird things going back and forth with that show, from one show to the other. Sometimes. Yeah. So the past has been hidden in many ways, and diff- from different angles. Like it's been just fabricated, probably allegedly. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say this is all absolute truth. Because, you know, what I've come across, everybody's just saying, like, this could be a possibility. This may have happened or may have not have happened. You know, have you guys ever heard that our past, you know how it's split from B.C. to A.D.? It's kind of like a a zero, year zero was there, year one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And B.C. is it counts upwards. And then AD counts upwards towards our time. Well, supposedly there's been a thousand years added to our past. A thousand years of fabrication. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Hmm. I haven't. Oh, shit, man. And, you know, people actually believe that they got little bits of 
crumbs, breadcrumbs and shit here and there, a little bit of evidence that they may have fabricated a thousand years and that's what we're fed in history books, you know, like our past that we know was pretty much made up at one certain point. Like this shit with the hieroglyphs and the petroglyphs and the geoglyphs and the fuck. Here's another one. Have you guys you guys have heard of all those hieroglyphs? But have you guys ever heard of hydroglyphs? Water glyphs? Yep. No. Hydroglyphs are just what you said, water glyphs. Someone that they've been able to get hydroglyphs. They have a process that they do where they get the water, they feed it information. And I've mentioned that before that I think water holds information. You can program water, you can do things to water. And th- at this point, this is where like hidden history kind of like ties into this simulation shit. This is another topic that we'll fucking try and dive into. But staying on the hidden history shit, uh, you know, like this has been shit that has probably came out in the past and it's something that was known and is just now getting rediscovered or discovered if you if you want. Which they're really not any different if you think about it. So Re-unburied. this point <laughs> But um these hieroglyphs hydroglyphs are done in a process that is in between the liquid state and frozen state. There's 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 a point right right there where water will actually like talk to you. You freeze it and it'll form a shape. And the way that you can actually n- narrow it down and figure out if 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 an image that you're seeing is actually a hydroglyph is you ask the same question or repeat the same word in various ways and you get the same shape. This person has gotten, I think, up to 50 hydroglyphs. And it's crazy because one of those is a ladder. Which kind of like, you know, ladder is a ladder is referenced in many things. Songs to the forest to old paintings like you name it so well, that that's kind of um, when going with the water it's kind of assuming that uh, uh, water basically is everywhere on earth not only does it land on us but it possibly so you're saying it, it gathers information and then when it evaporates it goes back up and re like downloads its stuff and then comes back down gets more information goes back up kind of theory because it talks to each other well yeah it's kind of like saying the water's alive right. it has this state where it might be dead or it might be alive but when it's alive that's when I guess alkalinity and shit you know water's also conductive so electricity can run through it and electricity runs through everything that's pretty much alive this is hidden history 
but I'm pretty sure it's not like anything you imagined that I was going to touch on. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, and no. I, you know, regardless of where it goes, it's kind of interesting. Just the the water, the hydroglyphs alone alone is basically saying that the water itself is is not just conductive, but it is reactive and um, to where it's it's gathering information, which kind of makes sense because water is in everything. We use water to survive. So even if we're drinking water, it'll process itself out of us and then go back in, recirculate itself and be back in. So it, it kind of an interesting theory because that's saying water is highly intelligent. I would say maybe not highly intelligent. Uh, it has an uh, freaking unknown intelligence. It's, well, yeah. It's past well, I would I would say anything that above the average human, anything above what we can think, would be higher intelligence than ours. But uh, so far, what are your thoughts on all that crazy shit, man? Yeah, that's cool, man. I'm always open <laughs> to discoveries, you know. <laughs> well, the, the thought on the on the on the glyphs, just water alone, just um, is it is it more than just uh, a, a water? Is it is it a, a higher intelligence than what we have? And, and uh, the interesting fact about water water is not wet water is technically dry compound it is just sticky it's just sticky yeah it's, it's not wet it does it, it it's uh it goes into it, it's it'll absorb it'll be absorbed through something porous but it's not a wet um, substance it's a sticky substance it does Did you see the thing. experiment where they put a vial of poison inside of a inside of water sealed and then they took it out and they fed it to mice and it killed the mice um, and huh. the poison never made contact with the water so they the scientists believe that water actually has a memory oh yes it does <laughs> so then that would be that would go kind of along the, the same the same line that With the hydroglyphs it, the hydroglyphs it, it has a conscience to where it, it's either absorbing the the information and running back and uploading its information and then forming itself back into water and then raining down again to gather more information if you think of it that way yes because this person that was doing all this all these experiments on water found out that it did have memory it was asking it questions just questions like about the past or something or show me uh or uh, something about my mother or something her mother had passed away and her and her mother would always write letters and her mother would always put uh, a kind of like a crooked heart at the end with uh, something else or something so 
when she asked the water like show me something about my mother or something it it did that little heart that crooked heart hmm. and she, she'd do some other things and like put a a petri dish like this was done in a petri dish a petri dish she would put a picture under the the petri dish for uh, 30 seconds and then freeze it and the image that was under the petri dish would, would show up and she would say words to the petri dish or something and freeze it and like the word would show up in a picture form or something you know like say butterfly or say love or you know say things like that and it's kind of like going back uh, maybe i think this person maybe had thought of this shit because there's a scientist before that would do this this it, it's it's on the internet you can look it up where they were like putting music onto the snowflakes or you know making snowflakes and putting different kind of music and saying love saying hate being like yelling at it or, or, or singing to it and the snowflakes the the water would make a snowflake that would kind of like reflect whatever they were doing to it you know like good vibes was getting good snowflakes and bad vibes was getting ugly snowflakes you know with like not such a pretty design on it or something so you know that kind of like shows again that it's it's showing some kind of intelligence but they don't really show it like that when they talk about those snowflakes and shit you know what I would say would give uh, another um, thing to where water itself has a form of intelligence I would say back in the 80s when we went to school elementary time we were told and given all these things that would happen with the acid rain but I don't think water is so if it knows what it would do to the humans with acid rain it, it fixes itself to where we don't have acid rain it's not like society got better it's not like uh, the pollution went down you can still see the layers of pollution covering all of you know LA but there's there's nothing there's no acid rain it tells me that the water knows what it's doing it just kind of fixes itself and just goes back to being water it's programmed it's, it's pro- yeah there you go <laughs> programming itself it knows what to do agent <laughs> smith still there damn it come in agent smith i'm here man oh there he is oh there he is oh <laughs> yeah chime on in anytime you want man Get nervous and you get disconnected. Yeah, man, I don't know what's happening. We're being attacked, man. This hidden history shit. I will. Here we go, man. Either one of you that wants to um, go ahead and drop some shit next. Go ahead. We are going to be going around in a rectangle. Yes. Three points of contact. (laughs) <laughs> upside down by the way 
<laughs> upside down triangle. Hidden history and, and forgotten things of the past. So here's here's one thing um, that doesn't really get talked about. Uh, I'll just I'll just read it. I'll just read it to you guys. So in ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt was repeatedly attacked by a mysterious army of massive warships. The raiders suddenly showed up around 1250, like what you were talking about, Chris, BCE, which is before BC, you know, a thousand years before BC. They continued attacking until they were defeated by Ramses III. No record of them existed past 1178, going forward almost 100 years. And scholars continue to debate theories about where they went, where they came from, and who they were. So everyone just calls them the Sea People. So I'm wondering, according to these hieroglyphs of the ancient Egypts, since we're talking about glyphs, which is awesome that we're kind of putting all these things together and we didn't plan it. The uh, the people in these ships, according to these uh, hieroglyphs, look like they have beards. And, and I'm going to say that from what I'm seeing, I would say it's probably, um, what would you call it? Uh, like Vikings. I would say it's Vikings before anything else. Because um, they don't talk about Vikings and how long they've been. And Vikings have, you know, been known to conquer many places kind of nonchalantly discovering areas that weren't discovered before, but there were sea people, seafaring people. And that's where they they kind of cruised around the ocean a lot because th- that that was their life. I mean, what do they, you think? I know that these people used to do sales with the Phoenicians that were the boat builders because everybody knew them. And, and Phoenicians, yeah. Mm. Are, are, are known to be the those they were around that time too okay but you were going to say the Phoenicians were known to what aren't the Phoenicians supposed to be the um, uh, Vikings uh they I, I think so I don't know if they were the Vikings I think the Vikings had was a group of people all on their own that kind of like had their own religion and everything and I think they came out of major groups of that time because back then you know there wasn't as many rulers or countries as there is now you know Hmm. so they all pretty much drove from some major um colony like like when we talked about the Spartans the Spartans they were only 10% of those people 
that were the helots and shit but they were all known as the spartans and later on after that even though they weren't all spartans so that's kind of like what happened i guess with the phoenicians and shit you know and then there were also those that came in and agreed to not go to war with certain countries and call themselves whatever country they were taken over by you know whoever had an amicable freaking surrender and shit you know mm-hmm. so that happened too and then you also had those other nations and shit that claiming there were other th- nations and shit for various reasons like to even escape death and shit sometimes so there's a big mixture of shit like that which is more hidden history but I digress <laughs> Clint anything you'd like to add man you still there been quiet this whole time bro I don't know if he's there man dang it in and out Dude, hello? Hey! <laughs> there you go. It's Dude, like he's coming in the background. It's like I gotta come back to the the anchor screen. I don't know, man. It's like, it's gotta be something with my phone. Doing like an automatic... Shut off? Sleep mode or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So, uh, that, that's what happened to me. So, I just keep it on that screen. Okay. One way oh, yeah. To never lock, huh? Yeah. I just yeah. leave it there. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. What are your thoughts, bro? You, we need to hear from Agent Smith at this point. I think it's interesting that they found like Viking artifacts in on the East Coast in America. Yeah. And they claim they were here long before anybody else. You know. Um, yeah. They they found um petroglyphs. Of, of you know Viking petroglyphs not just artifacts yeah and they say they looked completely different like they didn't really wear the horns and everything yeah I they, mean, they looked were... a lot more boring than they actually really you know we the Native Americans you know um, had um, the petroglyphs of Vikings then they had um Inscriptions carved into rocks from um, these. Dude, my native friends, I was just visiting like a couple weeks ago and they were like giving me shit about that show where I said that they'll strip down naked and hide from the cops. (laughs) Why? Remember on that one show I said that? Oh, they listened to it? Yeah, why they give you shit for that? Yeah. It's funny because they were like, oh, Clint, we just get naked, man. We just sit down. I mean, I thought that was a real thing. And then they went on to, like, tell me a few stories. It is actually a real thing, dude. (laughs) I was like, come on, man. What the fuck? Like, they're all, oh, remember that one time? I was back there and I seen the dude's shoes and his pants folded up all nicely, like, in some bushes and I was like, see, dude? Come on, man. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. But <laughs> another thing with, with those guys is like the whole land bridge thing, you know? 
um, scientists or whoever, archaeologists tried to say that the Native Americans walked across like an ice bridge to get to America. But like that shit's super controversial, you know? Yeah, and that was the Bering Strait. The Bering Strait uh, bridge, land bridge. So supposedly connecting um, like way north Russia, there was a Bering, the Bering Strait connected into um, what is now Alaska. And supposedly whatever migration would have happened, happened way before as the Ice Age was coming in. And a lot of people that would have left would have um, left to go and hunt the um, the massive um, animals like the um, the mammoths that would slowly migrate south in that direction I wouldn't say that that was the only and primarily the only people that migrated if they migrated down that I would say that that was some and quite a few that did migrate with that uh, type of game for hunting reasons and then also stayed further south but integrated with what population was already here because if you look back I would say that there was still civilizations in the American continents the north central and south American continents and there were every and there were also all around the world just a, a tribe or a few tribes of that region possibly migrated south this way but the more Asian-y Asian-like um, tribes are kept more on the the northern hemisphere which is like Canada to Alaska and up in that direction and less Asian like as as you go further south so you have more of that Asian look to some of the North American and it slowly fades as you go south and they just get darker and less Asian looking but I would say there's maybe some truth to it, but not a whole lot. I wouldn't say that everyone that's here is of that. Yeah, because we're talking thousands of years. Yeah. Um, have you seen that Siberian unicorn? The the rhino? Yeah, it's basically like a rhino, but it, it almost looks like that animal in like the first episode of The Mandalorian. The one where he gets the egg from it. Huh. Yeah, it almost looks identical to that. That's what I was thinking too, the rhino. Yeah. Because... Talking about unicorns, it's basically a rhino. There's always a little truth, you know? Hell yeah, I think there's a little bit of truth in movies. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... I think I told Manny that before, man. Like, I, I think the unicorn, like, in the when it's mentioned in the Bible, it's talking about some kind of rhino. It does. Because there's the rhino that has one corn, the one horn, and then there's the other rhino that has the two horns. Absolutely. The single one is, is, is more, is older. And the only thing now that resembles anything close to that would be the, um, that one you know people think it's kind of a not real but it it is it's that one the um i think like what's the name of that thing it's got a bit of 
I can't think of the name of it, but it, it, it's in the ocean. It's like a sea, uh, sea lion, whatever, with a big old horn. Oh, like a, damn the uh, that horned walrus or whatever. Yeah, it's like a dolphin walrus type thing. It's got one long one. And it's kind of wavy and shit. Yeah, not a manatee. What the heck is that thing? Well, that chingamadera right there. Yeah. Yeah, or the, the uh, if you look at the old sea maps, they always had those big snakes, those big sea snakes and shit everywhere. Yup, on the corners. They had those monsters and shit, which supposedly protect the outskirts and shit of, of everything or, you know, the edge. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I, I wonder if, like, some of these billionaires or something are going to find a way to venture outside. Yep. Because that's really interesting. <laughs> yep. Yep. Take a trip out there, you know, like an island where there's creatures that we ain't even seen. Epstein Island? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's a good thing if they don't if they <laughs> keep those guys fucking keep them from venturing out. Fuck yeah. So you have you, you brought up the the, uh, the the hydroglyphs. Then there's petroglyphs. Then there's hieroglyphs. Some, so there's there's a tie between I think there's a tie between an ancient type of civilization that was very much or is something like a Viking type of um, country because if they were what 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 became like the modern day type of Viking was there a past before then that was a lost art but they kept it alive. Because if you have like something that happened way back when, BCE, and they have some kind of hieroglyphs of these people, but then those people, the saying the Vikings, don't have records of that event, but another civilization over here has a record of that. So it goes back into that whole like a reset of not just a world but sometimes a reset of specific societies that probably were more advanced than others but had to get reset and set back to like hey slow your roll you're getting way too advanced you know what I mean yeah like the cultures they said didn't have in the bronze era you know they try to break it down to like certain types of metals and certain types of eras but they're finding artifacts in America from the bronze that that weren't that were be, way before the Bronze Age. Yeah, was it like Minnesota or uh, those salt those giant lakes over there? Yeah, in the Great Lakes. Yeah, they're finding all kinds of like uh, bronze artifacts in the Great Lakes and stuff. They're also finding things that look like possible Stonehenge um, things that are underwater to where it would have been above sea level but it's now like you know quite a quite a ways beneath the lake at the lake bottom almost and back then they they could have reached 
that area through the channels of from the ocean like um or was that what the I don't know man because they it all has to do with water levels doesn't it yeah yeah um like the the sphinx you know the water levels that that they show all over the sphinx that they say that and they could kind of um they could kind of map how long it was underwater by the different water levels that it was eroded by and even biblically and a lot of historical records there was way bigger lakes and way bigger bodies of water in Egypt back then uh, but academia yeah. and just the regular old uh, you know archaeology doesn't want to acknowledge that there, there I would say there's quite a bit of ancient um, history that has been buried we were talking about uh, a while back and supposedly you know there's these areas in the Grand Canyon that have you know ancient Egyptian type of things hidden in there um, possible ancient pyramids um, hidden in plain view my uh, my kid my kids we were going down um, highway 6 towards Rachel and you look off into the area where supposedly the area 51 or the test sites are at the mountain has a perfect angle almost like there's a pyramid in that area yeah they're always discovering new pyramids that are way larger than the great pyramids I mean it looked like a mountain but I'm saying like the way we drove around like we looked at one angle and it looked like it was a straight straight edge of a, of a triangle and then we kept driving and then it looked like we drove onto the other side of another perfect straight edge of a triangle we're like Jesus that does look like a perfect pyramid in that area towards you know in the, in the mountains where um, you know you have like the black box area back over the black mailbox back in that area it looks like there's something back there but who knows I mean that's just that's just going off of that now if there's other things like um, ancient or, or some other hidden history that has to do with something like that that'd be uh, kind of cool to look into and see what else there there may or may not be allegedly allegedly yeah yeah it's all alleged (laughs) (laughs) you know as I kind of delved deeper into ancient history um, I started to research the Sumerians you know because of the whole ancient aliens thing and uh, I've been finding videos now that say there was a civilization 150,000 years before the Sumerians who were thought of as the you know the earliest civilization Um, and now they're saying they didn't build it either that there was a culture far earlier than them who's built it and 
I mean, it's just, it's interesting to see that the rabbit hole just goes deeper and deeper. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. All of our apps are connected and we, when we agree, we don't really read. Nobody ever just reads the actual agreement. Um, but I could be talking in a messenger inside of Facebook on messenger. And the next time I open up my, you know, the feed, it's, it's advertising the things I just talked about in a private message with a friend, you know? technology and I think everyone's experienced that in some way but it's kind of an eye opener to see that what we've really actually agreed to accept the terms and conditions yeah yeah. I never read them I just accept that is so true don't bother um, um, don't bother reading through just just sometimes you just scroll through it but did you know that um like on your phone for example it tells you not to have your device like an inch from you wow <laughs> i guess i didn't invent the pocket box it just keeps it an inch away from you know? Yeah, and, and things like that have always been in terms and conditions and stuff, and that's why they've always said read between the lines and shit, or read the fine print, but we never do. Yeah, or how frequencies are audible. Only certain frequencies are frequencies are audible to humans. So like all this FM, AM, U, UAF, like all these different frequencies. We're just bombarded by, and and, and and that's part of the terms and conditions too. Like you, you accept to um, receive all that with your device, and you know, th- it's like you had mentioned last time. The radio frequencies are always there when you turn on your radio and tune in. That's when you you just pick them up, and you said you had just found that out, but that's the same thing with um, like a TV and all that all that is already in the air and you're just transmitting you know it's like just because we can't hear it does it affect us negatively yes and and is there negative affecting frequencies and pot or and also is there positive affecting frequencies which one do you tune into a friend of mine told me that he was all into like sacred G and, and all that and he claimed that the frequency that all music is made in like you know mainstream music is is a negative is actually a negative frequency yes and I think it's like one four three or some shit like that which uh, we had another friend talk about that before too the frequency that they're on is is supposed to like keep us a certain way and there's even like a group that made like their record label that name which is i think uh one one four three frequency or 341 frequency or something like that 
when I had COVID, oh. I tried everything, dude. I was taking like all my regular go-to, you know, cold medications and stuff like Sudafed, Nyquil. I usually hit every, you know, when I get a flu, I'll hit it with everything. And with that COVID, it seemed like nothing was doing anything. So I actually got kind of desperate. I started looking up online and uh, some people had claimed that a frequency helped them. So I tuned my phone to that frequency. I got a app for that and I would put it against my chest at that frequency. And over the last couple days of COVID, I, I think it helped that hell yeah huh. yeah I was like at this point I'll try anything <laughs> <laughs> right yeah there, there's there's um things out there that that sounds and stuff like that are healing which is some yeah. more hidden shit mm. same with back to water being around a large body of water actually relaxes you and um takes your stress away and it's just like a proven thing you know? see now I'm thinking you know when you hear waterfalls or where a river going flowing through and you hear those sounds I wonder why that's why it's soothing the river might be telling you like nice things and shit and if the water is Ooh. like programmable or has memory or, or you know does things like that is it always giving off good vibes and it only gives back bad vibes when you give it bad vibes you know like that's that's pretty crazy right there yeah wow. the same with the bells have you seen so the there's a conspiracy about bells um they used to tune those bells to a certain frequency and um the church bells and and stuff like that and they've gotten rid of all these bells that, that were actually like metaphysically beneficial to us I wonder if having the bell a certain size or a certain shape has anything to do with anything and is that why churches have bells hmm. like well, the fact that our liberty bell is cracked <laughs> yes and there's a thing about that too that that thing was probably purposely, purposely cracked and there's another bell that had cracked too that was uh, uh, from like out east Europe or somewhere like that where it had supposedly cracked and shit and I don't know it's, it's some weird story about that man and I'd have to look into it again and get there, back to you guys on that there's but, a lot of there's, there's a lot of things about sound and and that kind of stuff, I, I wouldn't say necessarily hidden, but at the same time, I would say it is because you have um, civilizations, tribes, Native Americans, um, the the indigenous people of like like Australia, and they uh, medicine men, they they sing at a certain tune or tone or pitch that will kind of mess with the brain there's uh there's caves where not caves but like underground civilizations that that hid their churches and everything's underground and the monks that live there 
not just there, but even other monasteries, they they do everything at a certain pitch to invoke something or get the mind to kind of get into that zone to where they kind of enter a whole nother type of mentality and they're all together you know the the acoustics in the the sound i mean shoot the acoustics inside just the arena in in, uh, in rome they produce specific acoustics to where everything they did i mean you could go and clap at the foot of the the, the pyramid in mexico and it sounds like a freaking bird yeah and they got those whistles that's the death you know the death whistles uh, the aztec it sounds like someone screaming and shit oh yeah they blow into it it's some kind of like horn it's like the spine of something or something like that and it just sounds like a scream or like a whistle at nighttime mm-hmm. there, yeah, a lot they definitely had a higher understanding of acoustics mm-hmm. um, you know they a lot of people believe that they used the this cone this weird device and sound to move all the stones to create the pyramids oh yeah man I saw like these people supposedly were moving rocks up to a cliff or something and they were showing that sound um, was moving it so they were thinking that sound is how they built and things like that but I don't know there's pyramids are open for uh suggestions I guess you could say because we don't know how the motherfuckers were built there's a here's a probably a new theory for you guys what if those pyramids are where they are because they're like uh holding the weather or the climate or some kind of uh technology that we don't know about that's kind of like making everything how it is wherever they are to kind of like um fulfill some kind of plan or something like in antarctica there's pyramids that keep they're keeping it frozen in egypt there's the pyramids there are keeping it like a desert over there in fucking Mexico, all the pairs there keeping it fucking tropical. You know, what if they're all just a, a big ass fucking some kind of machine that's kind of like holding Earth where it is and shit? It's making Antarctica unbearable to anybody even go fucking uh, travel and or, or or see it or something. Maybe there's a one in the North Pole. That's why nobody can go across or over the North Pole and shit. So, the pyramids are controlling or, or control and have a way of controlling weather patterns around the world? Yeah, pretty much they're in charge of making everything how it is wherever they are. That's why there's pyramids all over the world or something. Like, they have something to do with with uh, the way that place is, you know, like like uh, somebody just set them where they needed them at one point. I don't know, that's just it's just it's just weird that you know that nobody knows what the what pyramids are and shit. Like 
the knowledge of them motherfuckers is something that's suppressed somebody knows what the fuck they do you know like there's so many theories about the pyramids for a reason you know they don't want nobody to know they got something to do with something but it ain't got to do with fucking burying fucking uh, pharaohs and shit you know cause they're everywhere you can see them under the ocean you can see them damn near in every continent you know and they only talk about a few yeah and they all share the same measurements uh, locations yeah circumference of the earth pi locations in space like it's crazy there was the uh, there's a big temple in um, I believe it was Tibet and I watched a program on that where because of the alignment and the way they plotted out the actual structures it was in the same alignment as the series constellation just like the pyramids and so they believed that it was built at the same time which would have been 10,000 years ago because that's when that constellation would have been directly overhead yeah there's a lot that somebody knows and they don't want to tell you know and I think a lot of it has to do with free energy Uh, the ley lines the pyramids um, if we had free energy we wouldn't really need the structure of society yep well I think we've all been duped (laughs) me too man in everything in every fucking way well like I had mentioned before I don't know how you guys could hear me way down deep inside this rabbit hole that I'm in cause I don't even know what to talk about next Uh, petrification how long does something take to get petrified that's supposedly they used to know that but when it doesn't fit into their paradigm they claim under certain circumstances you know like that hammer they found in the rock um, yep. it's that it was supposedly millions of years old and they found like this hammer inside of it and the axe handle the or the handle to the the hammer had turned into ash or uh, I'm sorry coal and then they start changing their their tune they start going oh yeah it's that particular rock you know can petrify quicker and and that type of deal but um it's amazing how much we don't really know by science um which almost increases my belief in 
more than that, you know, because it's kind of like every time we find an answer, there's just more questions. Well, when it comes to, to something become petrified and, and that kind of thing, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there are so many variations and reasons why something like that would happen. For example, how long did it take for certain things to become petrified when there was atomic testing happening in the desert? Did something in- instantly or like quickly become petrified? There's a, there's a petrified forest here near us, near uh, closer to you, uh, Clint, than there is to me. But there's there's things that get petrified, and uh, how long did it take, and uh, how and when did it end its life? Because if there's a tree that's petrified, I cut it open. That tells me it got petrified and it lived for so many years. So how is it that there's like trees that are hundreds of years old, but they're still living, but they're not petrified? Or a living frog inside of a geode. It's still in there. <laughs> Take it out. I don't man. know how that's possible. A friend of mine, his dad was in Vietnam. He told me, I believe half of what I see and none of what I hear. So this guy was a skeptic, you know, he and he claimed that they broke open a geode and there was a living frog inside of it. And it almost died instantly. It was fucking trying to hibernate. Yeah, that shit was in there. So maybe not as long as we think. It's either one or the other. Either a frog can live millions of years or... That shit doesn't take as long as we think. Petrification and its mysteries. There's so much about that that we're not told. And I think there's reason for that. And I think Manny's right. It's like when you get into nuclear splitting atoms and things that can have a major effect on the time frame we've been so misdirected about petrification that it's funny we we see things petrified they show us things petrified you can see this frog alive inside of something that's a rock you can go and see things that kind of look like a damn picture, like they carved it. You, uh, one fish about to eat another fish, and it's just frozen in time, like it's about to just snap at it, like motion picture pause right in the middle of the action. And you can see others where they're biting their 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 um, prey, whatever they're about to eat, and you know it's like in awe in action. You know, and we see all that, and it's all explained to us. The narrative is given to us, and everybody, everybody accepts, accept, accepts it. Fuck, feeling them, bros. <laughs> uh, accepted this shit. So, fucking, 
Drink some water. Overlook. I ain't even got none, man. What we overlook is everything around that is also petrified. So then I start to think, was that the air around it? Was if it was a fish, was that the water around it? How did the water around it petrify? So then I think like it could have been murky water, all that dirt in there or something had to petrify. But still there was liquid in there. Alright. Now there's man, there's so many alright, I gotta pick one. Check this out. Think about this. Why don't we ever relate frostbites to petrifying? Oh. How many times do people get frostbites on their toe or on their hands or their fingers or whatever? And what happens to that shit? You you can tap fucking the whatever the fuck, it'll sound like it's a fucking rock. Yeah, and it's like hyper um, accelerated the process. So, in our history, you think there was a flood. Now, we just hear flood, but to be honest, what's a flood gonna look like, man? It's gonna be like uh, when uh, when we see in the news about all these um, people getting hit with tsunamis or something like that. It doesn't look like clear water. So if a tsunami was coming in and all of a sudden that tsunami got frozen within 10 seconds, what do you think is gonna happen? Everything in that is gonna probably become stone yeah and with our I mean uh, our makeup we're melodic you know um, melodic what is it molecularly molecular like our Uh, molecular makeup that whiskey dog (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like with stars, you know, like uh, nitrogen or or whatever. Our molecular structure. There you go. That's where the precious gems and fucking stones come in. Yeah, it's crazy, man, to think that these uh, crystals and gems and all those things, they almost defy what we consider life. But they seem to be alive in the way that they behave. Um, and crystals talk about something that's interlinked with uh, vibration. Uh, like every different crystal puts off a different vibration. Um, it's amazing that we use these crystals to keep our watches in time. You know, yep, right? It's like the technology we're using is right under our nose. Like some really smart person understands how it works, but it's It's just knowledge suppressed and only a certain amount of people know this shit. Like when a cataclysm happens, I think there are survivors and there's, like I said, a universal language. And I think 
certain people probably know how to talk to water, you know, and um, they're but, smart enough people that know how to use the whole system. Yeah, you know? the whole whole system is a, the the system as a whole. Now, are, aren't crystals formed through water also? So holding the knowledge inside of a crystal can also be kind of making sense in all of this. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, this this hidden history shit, man. It, you can go in any direction and find out things that all just ends up tying in <laughs> because <laughs> once you realize that uh, it's all in your face you you can see it as a whole and you know there's one way or another you're gonna start putting the pieces together man and and I'm telling you like this shit about petrification there's there's so much about it that's just in your face and you just overlook it because you're you're being trained to overlook it and, and you just don't know and um, it happens on a daily basis while you, when you get up you get out your you walk out your door and you get in your car and you go to work everything that you see everything that you do is part of programming you the liquid that's inside of you to go about your day and do your daily business shit because how, how much how, how much uh, water are we supposedly yeah mostly yeah good percentage did you so I, I sent I sent you a picture Chris of, of uh, the fossils that I found so yes. one fossil looks brown the other one looks gray right yep so what I what I'm looking at is two different uh, layers. So like like you guys were talking about a tsunami coming in, um, overtaking area. Well, now that something just got overwhelmed by all this mud. This mud just became part. It, it just buried in the mud. Well, then after whoever who knows how long, then you have a permafrost. These things get, get frozen in time. I don't think the things that I'm looking at were gray or brown. I think they had a more vibrant color. But over time, that one thing that overwhelmed it became it. And it got frozen in time. How, However long that took, it took. And now I have it in my hands. And now it looks like, wait a minute. There's no way. There's more stuff in there. I just don't know what's in there. How do I break it apart? How do I know what's in there exactly? I can see other formations in that rock, but to take it apart would damage any more than what I can get out of it. But what created the water in the human body, the uh, all these different things, and it doesn't take long. The outer extremities of my body will become frostbitten first before something else that's because the water is receding just like a steak on a grill the water will recede and go into the middle the outside gets cooked or the outside gets frozen until everything flows back out if you can repair it 
Yeah, uh, one of the great uh, Sasquatch um, researchers, Lloyd oh. Pye, he made a good statement as he says, they have never found a fossil of a chimpanzee. Never. Because of the climate it lives in, does not make fossils. So that is the same climate that a Sasquatch lives in. <laughs> well, that's interesting. In their natural habitat, you will never find certain things like that. Hell, you can't even find some bones. If you find bones of like a, um, a carcass of, say, well, I don't know. How, how many times have you ever found the carcass of like a porcupine or a skunk? You know, I had asked Menu a while back, like, hey, how do you like your steak? So I'm going to ask you, uh, Clint, how do you like your steak? Uh, I like it kind of like medium rare. Hell yeah. How about you, Menu? <laughs> Same. Medium rare. I'm going to just say medium. medium. But how about petrified? Oh, I just sent you guys a picture, man. I'll probably, put the, I'll probably put that one as the uh, cover. <laughs> picture right there. Oh, dang. Yeah. Now, that's a weird, that's a strange cut. I, I that's a pet that's petrified right there what you're looking at petrification it looks now, to me like it would be around it would be the top round bottom round that would be the the thigh right there now I, I don't know if you know this Chris but we are in the presence of an actual butcher <laughs> okay he is well, a butcher. Yeah, I remember you, you saying you was a butcher. So yeah. I'm going to send you some more pics right now of some petrified fucking stuff. And you tell me what they are, what it looks like. All right. Here's some more, uh, another petrified, uh, another rock. Whenever I figure out how to put this on the YouTube these pictures is what I'm up on there. <sighs> yeah, you see that first one on the top, the grain on yeah. the top. How the eyes round? It has that certain, very distinctive. Um, I even sent you some bacon. Damn! Yeah, that's not bacon. <laughs> one I just sent. Is that bacon? I got one, two, three, four, five pictures that I sent. How many you guys see? One, two, Hello? three, four, five. All right, yeah, I sent five. You still there, Clint? Damn, see, I started. Yeah. Singing. yeah All right. Skin, <laughs> you can see the nipple. So, as a butcher, tell me, uh, going from the first one to the fifth one, 
what, what your thoughts are on these stone pictures of rocks that I sent. <laughs> so the first one, I think it's round. I think it's leg thigh meat, but of course it's not cut. Um, that's not like a standard cut, you know. But meat has its membrane; it will separate naturally. So you can see where the the round has separated from the inside round. What would um, cause that? That it does look like it was sliced at some point, and then the membrane maybe it would separated. Be like a, something you would serve a, uh, uh, on a plate for like someone maybe twice our height. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big. I mean, that's what maybe a that's a in the background a two by a two by six looks like. And you're sitting on a so that's a pretty big piece of meat right there if you really think about it as slice of meat. And that is a two by six. Fifteen to twenty inches tall. Yeah, I would say about that because you had about almost two two full two by sixes plus a little bit so yeah about 15 inches a 15 inch damn that's a pretty big piece of meat all right so um, picture number two what are your thoughts chuck roast hello clint you there yeah, I think that one's a heart. <laughs> the second one? Yeah. I would say the third one is a, is a heart. Yep, the third one's a heart. To say the second one be like a chuck roast. The third oh, one. Okay. Right? And then the fourth one. Some pigskin right there. <laughs> oh, totally. That is totally. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly that one right there Somebody had uh, Carved it out of a stone They carved it out of stone But that's what they came up with Oh wow And then the last one The last one Man that looks like some Some gray meat Possibly some uh, I don't know what would you say Fish Skirt, some skirt. Yeah, the flank. Bacon, the the skirt flank. Steak. Yeah, yeah, flank steak, skirt. Yeah, some bacon. Yeah, depending yeah. on. And the all dimension. these are rocks that we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. <sighs> I know nobody can see what we're talking about. Yeah, but uh, I will post one of these as the cover photo. And this is all like hidden shit, man. Hidden shit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's just actually, it's in our face, in plain sight. But they tell us about it in sneaky ways, like in movies, or in articles, or in just weird ways. You know that that makes me wonder. Like those people that call themselves rock hounds, are they? knowing what they're looking for do they know that they're looking for possible ancient 
um, parts. Like that one video we saw about um, the Giants, you know, like, are they, are, are they really just chunks of skin, chunks of flesh that we're, we're finding nowadays as a petrified human a larger human or, or maybe even a larger beast of some kind they're saying dragons uh, Roger Spur he was uh, all about these mud fossils and yeah. you know he could tell because of his background what, anat- what anatomy these different things were and he was saving them for a long time and people were saying, oh, you're crazy. You know, there ain't nothing to this and all this. And they There's... finally came around. They said, dude, you're right. And they gave him a museum. Ro- Roger Burr. There's this fossil of a mammoth, I think, that is like eating. It's in the middle of eating. You know, like that was like all this evidence of shit petrifying in the doing something well that goes to back to what I was telling you what whether it was a, a, a tsunami or something that overwhelmed something in the act of doing something whether it was mud or water possibly not water because at that point they could still breathe but something to where they just froze in time it, it almost seems like it would have to have been some some kind of a there's there's water floods but there's also mud floods so those things would have gone and all of a sudden they can't do anything but just bam it's flood and then instant right at the same exact moment it becomes solid frozen you can't have time if you're drowning you have time to react and move from what you were doing so it almost seems like something like mud would freeze everything from not knowing what to do because it's so overwhelmed they cannot breathe naturally if it's underwater you can kind of like oh shoot I know what to do I need to move out of this if I'm under mud I don't know what to do I'm going to panic I'm going to stop because I can't breathe it's solid when I breathe it in It's, it's, it's a solid mass coming into my lungs if it's water, I can try to expel it and try to f- swim out of there. So knowing how somebody reacts in different environments, you can you can almost positively say that these things that are frozen in time were not just frozen, but overwhelmed and then stopped and frozen in time by outside, not instantaneously, not like they say in the movies, like all of a sudden this like negative 100 degree weather came in and froze everything in place more like they were overwhelmed and then frozen in place yeah 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 that's why it's so hard to have a a fossil of a chimpanzee it was like they would have to fall right they'd be like at a watering hole and then fall in the mud and then all the perfect um different you know what would you call it like all the different aspects would have to be just the Goldilocks, you know, climate. Yeah. Everything was just right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. 
before we get on with any more. I don't know if you guys have any more at this moment about hidden history. What else you got? Because I got one more thing. Shoot it. Before we move on. Let's go. What you got? All right. According to the narrative and everything that we know and all that shit, like, how many oceans do we have? <laughs> what? Oceans? We have the uh, Atlantic, the Pacific, the... Uh, those are the two main bodies, and then you have the little ones. The sea, the Mediterranean Sea, the Black Sea, the, the Red Sea, the Dead Sea. All right. Um, so, like, five, I think? Well, I mean, there's clues and shit where, you know, like I can mention the sopa. Oh, no, that gives you a, a clue, Manny. Uh, a sopa? Soup? Nah. You say there's how many? I think there's five or six. I mean, there's the Indian Ocean. There's the Pacific Ocean. There's the Atlantic Ocean. There's the Red Sea. Uh, there's, a, there's a soup. The a soup? Mexican soup. It's called Siete Mares. The seven oceans. Okay. Oh, siete. The, the seven seas. Alright. Ah. How's that song go? I travel the world ah. in the seven seas. Okay. Alright. The siete mares. Everybody is looking for something. Alright. But, you know, like I said from the beginning, I've been duped. Because when you think about it, there's only one. Yeah, it's all connected. I and some people believe now there's there's really not nothing you can say this uh, absolute fact except that there's things under the ocean but the ocean is really the flood It's mostly and, flood because of the the yeah I would say yeah because of the like flood, there's yeah okay so like I had mentioned earlier like if a tsunami had come in or a flash flood per se and temperatures were like just imagine a flash flood worldwide and temperatures were about to fucking drop and uh shit froze you know like it's a cataclysmic event and shit you know like uh, it just happened to happen it was inevitable like you know like everything got flooded and frozen at the same time so the time it took to thaw out would take a while and it would definitely take a while because the, the waters would have to recede but they only receded so much and exposed maybe only a little bit of fucking land. And another thing that is like, I guess, pretty much suppressed, but still in plain sight, is all this shit about giants and shit. But. Giants is. I think a topic that you can never exhaust because it's so big. (laughs) 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 
but uh but seriously like <laughs> i think we were bigger back then this cataclysmic event that may happen every so often would change the pressure of us in here so if the pressure may have been different in the past that means that we wouldn't have what they now tell us is gravity we wouldn't have that pushing us down so much so we would probably be bigger and trees would probably be bigger the ocean level would have been different there would have been more lakes and rivers because i also think that earth produces water they tell us the narrative is that an iceberg came or something like that and we had plenty of icebergs in the past that were meteorites and came in and brought the water to earth i don't know if you guys know that or not but that's supposedly how we got a lot of the water yeah the, the lava and the the meteorite melted and became water and blah 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 yes but i mean i think the the earth produces water mm-hmm and i think it's that proof has probably been in our face the whole time and we just didn't know it moses they say his staff but you know moses had his motherfucking magic stick yeah. and he knew where there was probably a underground fucking river and fucker that back they don't really say his height but that supposedly he was 10ls If you go find out how how tall that is, you find out that's like over 15 feet. So here's this dude that's got his magic stick, and he comes and he says, "Hey man, fuck, hold my beer. Watch this shit. <laughs> Breaks this fucking water, this this rock and shit, and water comes out that motherfucker." Because he was holding a sequoia, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, shit could have been way different back then and it goes we circle right back around to you know how I was saying that uh, you gotta kind of like figure out how they were talking back then like even if you read the bible if, if you want to take it religiously or just as uh, some kind of accounts that happened in the past or something you, you can see that uh, you would still have to learn at least the lingo of that time because we understand it in a whole different way and I think that was probably by design and shit and that design is easily manipulated because everything is programmable down to every molecule the fucking water and all that shit and they suppress this shit but it's something that's probably been known since way back then how um it'll bring me right to the next question uh, like when when did um computers come around like how old are computers and shit well technically like the 60s but um like I mean, yeah well in the they weren't the same the, yeah they were slower and not as advanced as we have now but yeah right around the what when uh freaking kennedy and a little bit before kennedy so was it the 60s is that what it was yeah 60s But remember the um that thing they found in the ocean over by greek 
Gason shit. Huh. Uh, fucking thing. It was, it was like the old yeah, the 1900s. Yeah, and it was said to be oh. way older. From the Greeks, yes. the the whole with the, the gears that was like, that's ancient technology that had like metal gears and and we're talking about petrified this thing was supposedly like locked in place so some kind of clock that they tried to recreate had gears is that the one you're talking about was i think that's what you're talking about had yeah. gears in place and everything and that was like man like in the bc area era well cheers agent smith because that's that's exactly how old i was gonna say computers were man they weren't they were rediscovered okay they were they were in the uh salud, in, uh, salud. among the salud. thousand years that that have been fabricated they fucking threw that in there and here's a bonus clip before we uh go to break and before we jump into the simulation shit because this is where it ties in when Thomas Edison and Tesla and all that shit were fucking uh, supposedly discovering electricity and all that. They weren't discovering electricity. They were trying to figure out how to monetize the wireless free electricity that they already had and to figure out how to fucking charge motherfuckers. But Tesla didn't want to do that. No. Uh, I gotta say Tesla. Here's another one. Did you guys know Tesla was was the apprentice of fucking that that Thomas Edison dude? He was his goddamn apprentice. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, but he had more better ideas than uh, Thomas Edison. Yes. Now all that shit about Tesla, I don't, I don't know how much of that shit is true. But see, because we got to sort through that doing. too. Yes. You know? that's what they were doing. They were trying to figure out how to fucking charge that shit, and that's what they were inventing. That's what JP Morgan comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And the reason all this shit has ever even been possible is because the computer, the computer concept came about because supposedly Earth, even down to our brain, is is broken down into like data bytes uh, binary language our brain is like a cell our brain does have what like a computer has a UPS an uninterrupted power supply um, a CPU central processing unit it has bus lines that transfers the information and the earth does the same too that's why water has this memory and water probably has probably the, the biggest role in uh, this whole system operating in itself and that's why these cataclysmic events even happen because <clears throat> it's like a self-sustained virtual game allegedly if that makes any sense to you guys so once you know the codes yeah. and shit of this shit, you can break into it and like do stuff, you know, and, and 
you can assert certain shit you know like that's why symbology comes into play a lot um water is in everything just like you guys said it's in the air it's in water it's in molecules it's in fucking everything it's in everything concrete soaks up water right and concrete is made of just rocks and shit rocks they soak up water they have these mats that they supposedly are brand new that you can put out in front of your shower and you step out and absorbs all the fucking water and it's it's the best one ever and shit and it's like fuck have you seen like the asphalt that you can dump like a fucking shit load of water on and it just all disappears like yeah because it's it's like porous and everything so so you know it 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 all kind of ties into being a simulation because it all has to do with like programming and shit like that and i don't know if you guys ever seen like the movie free guy (laughs) yeah nah oh well hell you guys gotta watch that shit man and um Free guy, the um, the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds. It's kind of like a mixture between Call of Duty and Fortnite. Okay, yeah, free guy. That's the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds. That's yeah. What I'm but uh, anywho, man, if you guys have any more thoughts on this shit, man, that's just a little bit of food for thought. But uh. We'll go to a fucking break right now and come back, uh, touch a a little more on this shit and go right into the simulation shit, man. What do you guys think? Sounds good. Yeah. All right, yeah. So any last thoughts on all this shit? Oh, no. I'll, I'll wait, man. Okay, so before we go, Shazam! <laughs> Shazam! Hello, Australia. <laughs> What's happening, Watos? <laughs> you are now in Whispers Corner. You know, I always had the thought that a uh, Pinocchio makes me think of Pinocha. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you get lost in there or what? <laughs> Cause you gotta tell a lie, it gets bigger, you know? And then <laughs> I don't know. The man. wood, you know, the wood thing, like <laughs> damn. I'm gonna tell you lies, girl. There's that cat, that that pussy cat, trying to make you miss school and everything. You get up in that miss... motherfucker and it starts making you tell lies. I miss school for this. God Sweet damn little lies. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, was Whispers Corner. <laughs> Yo, if 
you want some workout clothes that'll work out for you, go check out thebarbelljungle.com. That's thebarbelljungle.com. Get your workout clothes. All right, well, here we are once again from our quick break in a blink of an eye. Now, before break, I forgot what we were talking about. We were going to be going into simulations. Sim you motherfucking lations. You guys got your beers? I'm drinking oh, yeah. Mongol Golden Road Brewing Company. A Mongol Wheat L. Oh, yeah. Not going <laughs> to lie, man. I'm getting fucked up. Mongol? Yup, I'm drinking some Mongol beer now. I don't think I have any of that, do I? I don't know. I don't. Oh, you gotta try this that regular old fucking Nevada shit that it's battleborn beer. Oh uh, dude, I seen that. They have it right there at Rayleigh's. I might have to pick up a pack of that next time I'm around. Oh, it's so smooth, man. Yeah, it's good shit. But um all right. So we were mentioning that past has been suppressed and one thing that is kind of like also suppressed is the shit about computers like thought of a computer for it to have come out they would have to have been thinking of like the binary language and all that already and logically speaking logic is not enough to prove to prove if there is a simulation Because it it goes into the realm of like pseudoscience and shit like that. But um, if you ask me, the proof that this could be a simulation also goes way back. Like there's a thing about um, them saying God is omnipresent and all-knowing. Well, I've always had the thought like, a reason he could be all-knowing is if he was overseeing like this data sheet something printing out and it's telling you everything that's happening in every single corner of uh, at all at all times kind of like in the movie Tron where he's just he can he knows what's going on in the world that he's kind of like creating and shit well, I mean, if you're going to be talking about the movie Tron, yes, I can see that. But I can also see it kind of makes sense with like the, the theory of Santa Claus. Say what? It kind of makes sense like with the theory of Santa Claus. 
Well, yeah, because he he sees everything, you know, or, or God, the all-knowing of everything. You have entities uh, of that same stature, but the movie Tron definitely like grabs both of those and is is basically in one being able to kind of see the entire construct of this entire system that is being created by computers. Right? Like the new Tron, the old Tron. Both, yeah. I mean, the old Tron also. Specifically the old Tron because there's an actual like scene where they talk about that specific like event. I haven't really like delved into the simulation, but I do see with a lot of um Well, it, it is something that's been coming up more often with the younger people. Like, well, not not like a whole lot younger than me, but like, um, I think that the people who have brought it to my attention and like kind of believe it are like people that are like that live in a city environment too, though. Um, effect that has on it but I guess it's easier to see from that perspective you know the simulation in like a metropolis you know type of setting Um, because we're so rural that we could be in a simulation but like it's not as like obvious to us. It's it won't be as obvious to us because we are in this simulation. It's our reality. That's kind of like when people say like that talk about the simulation. They'll be like, "It's real, but it's not real. Everything that we know is not real." And and they start saying like, "Well, nothing's true. Nothing's real." Like. Maybe so, but that unreal is our real unreality. Like it's it's we're part of that unrealness. You know, yeah, like, like, if it is how fake, hard do we cling to it, right? Like like how hard do we cling to the the reality um which we want to perceive as real? Yes, or other things tie into this simulation, like astral projection ties into it. Some people believe that that's possible because it is a simulation. Someone is able to tap into it and project themselves somewhere else. And like, have you ever played a game? That's like a, a, a simulated games simulated you know and we have movies too that, that kind of like show us uh, what a simulation would be uh, like the movie avatar 
that's a brand new movie that fucking touches on that shit like oh, being dude. able to transfer yourself into something dude avatar definitely um checked out you know it, it's like now everyone's going back to avatar like holy shit like they were on to something you know but at the time that it came out i think people weren't ready Probably not, man. Probably not. But this is the year for, like, disclosure. You know, you guys know what year this is? It's 2023. You asked me that. What does that mean? That is 2023. So, that group, Skull and Bones, is 322. Life, everything is inverted. The zero is nothing, so we have two, two, three. Supposedly, this is a year of enlightenment. Okay. Very significant in the Masonic world. Oh. It's 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 the number that's right under that picture. That I don't know if you ever seen it with a skull, and it has two bones, the crossbones and shit and supposedly it's Geronimo's skull and they have the 322 and all those masons are around there, I think George Bush is there or something like that dude, if you were um, invited into masonry, do you think you would do it? Uh, shit, I don't know I know. I feel the same way. Like, um, I would be tempted because Find out. of the knowledge. You know, like, th- the knowledge that they hold. Um, but yes. I don't know what type of rabbit hole that would lead to, you know? The knowledge <laughs> that they hold, and, you know, supposedly they know about this. Sim- the, you know this simulation shit it may be something that that's like beyond what we know to be a simulation like we think it's it's like this whole thing being uh, uh, some kind of computer generated reality but what if it is but in a different way this this whole fucking thing was made to sustain itself so it could have been programmed in the water to make the whole earth do that. I mean, it makes me think of like video games like Minecraft, uh, fucking Free Guy, The Matrix, you know, like they all probably, probably drove from some sort that's suppressed. <laughs> But, you know, it, it makes you think other questions, too. Like, you find out this life is a simulation. All right. So, if the ones that created the simulation, are yeah. they trying to figure out if they are a simulation themselves? Like, does it go on and on and on? Like, when does it finally become real? But is real not what we think like is real actually only being simulated like this is the only way like this is what we know as like referred to in the bible as like 
being in the flesh. The only way to be in the flesh is to simulate it. I've had a um, idea for a movie which kind of delved upon um, okay, so extraterrestrial from another planet wanted to experience being human. And so being human on Earth is a real thing, right? But their world has become so simulated that I mean think like think of a world where everybody's rich they've already achieved all of the goals that the elite would like to achieve on this planet on their planet and basically you just have a bunch of super wealthy people that have everything taken care of the world basically takes care of itself farming is all done and the mining is all uh, done by robots and they have nothing but time to sit around and read books and try to become philosophers philosophical and everything else but they just don't have the experience so they actually have found a way to clone um, basically put their consciousness into a clone on earth and experience the human experience and so basically the super elite rich extraterrestrials have chosen to be born on earth and experience a human experience so I don't know if I've asked you guys but have you guys heard of the emerald tablets you have asked I did, huh? Okay, well, in these tablets, it talks about a being coming down and kind of like being in Earth, transferring his consciousness from body to body for a period of like a thousand years. And this is this is like the story that's in those tablets that are like petroglyphs. Wow. So that kind of ties into like what you're, you know, what you're saying, like them coming down and transferring themselves into a body. But see that 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 goes back to did a being from somewhere else come down here or create down here a simulated place? But um, even if this is the real life, like I always think too like a lot of religions have when you pass away you're gonna go to another place you 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 transfer somewhere else like wasn't that like it seems like you're you're going to a simulated place yeah I think I think the afterlife would be more simulated than the life we're experiencing now Um, because we no longer are physical. Um, but I mean, that's just all like based upon what I want to believe, right? Like, um, what 
what it really is, you know, who knows? Because it would be so easy to be fooled by a simulation. Yes. But the, the, the thought process of the afterlife being more simulated than it is now kind of makes sense, but at the same time, it's more of like a uh, how do you know when you're dead? How do you it's, know when your, your current life ends? If the afterlife is a type of simulation, uh, how do you know? For the conscious. Yeah, like if, if Walt Disney's frozen head could somehow be put into a new body, right? Like his consciousness, like when he died, he wanted to be frozen so that when they ever had the technology, he could survive you know, has but they have the technology. I talked about. Remember, I I, I talked about it last time, and, and I was like, "Did you know that they actually have a actual science procedure? The entire process on how to remove the entire function of the brain, including spinal cord, and put it into a body." To where if you wanted to, at the age of 60, you could buy the body of a brain-dead person and remove your entire brain and nervous system and install it into a brand new body. That is brain-dead. They, <laughs> they might already be doing it. Supposedly they are. Because... Do you guys know how Queen Elizabeth died? No. Queen Lizard bitch. <laughs> How did she die? In her room, peacefully. Wow. In other words, nobody was there to see what the fuck happened. So, what if it's some kind of being that just transferred to another body or something? Yeah, or you even can go back far as like Buddha and stuff. Like Buddha lived ten thousand lives, you know. Um, who knows? Back then, maybe they could just make some smoke and fucking, fucking, you know, meditate. Like, cause the power of positive thought. <laughs> like, so, so these are all things that kind of like you can say give this simulation thought like a backbone like a circumstantial evidence and shit you could say but you need more of it right so I mentioned before like the games and shit all the games that we created and we also like to say truth in movies and shit but what's that game where like what, what was it Freddy broke the internet or something Fred? No, not Fred. Damn. Oh, uh, the uh, Ralph. Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. Wreck it, Ralph. Oh, yeah. The internet. Uh, In that game, game you, you have like this, all these computer games that somehow interact with each other and shit, uh -huh. and they go to this place where they can jump into other games like in the video games um, 
right there where they played video games, they could jump from one arcade to another and yeah. kind of interact with each other whenever the games were off. So I was thinking, like, what if right there that's they're showing us that that's similar to us right here where we can jump through portals and shit and go to, like, uh, different parts of existence or something. Yeah, I mean, all it would take is just, uh, well, it would take experiments, you know, like, uh, just as simple as... Like the Philadelphia experiment? Well, like, if, if I was to quit my job and get a job somewhere else and move and like just see what life can bring um even though that has a lot to do with who I am and and my ability to try to make a better life for myself or whatever you know do you ever feel like you could just detach from the quote simulation you're tied into break from the matrix yeah, and see what it, what is out there. What are the possibilities, you know? Like, it's such a hard thing to do, especially as a parent, because we're all grounded, you know? We, you, you can't be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just like they say in the movie, you know? What if I told you everything that you believe was a lie? We can say that movie because it supposedly never existed now. And it was one of the most <laughs> profound movies ever. It never it, existed? Yeah, you know, Morpheus never said that, right, in the movie. Wow, Mandela. Yes, which is something that people say is uh, some more circumstantial evidence for this committee. Because <clears throat> the, not so much like multiverses and shit, but I guess timelines have merged. Also, if you also, um, here's a good example is look at how many times they've reanalyzed the Bible, right? And they'll claim that it was misinterpreted or they, you know, changed languages so many times, this and that. And somehow the root of it is still there. Like, um, basically, here we are in a higher degree of technology. And so... The, the actual theme continues, but in a, in a different sense. Um, so, like, they're trying to tell us in movies now. Um, but it's like, they can't just come out and tell us. We have to read through the lines, you know? Yep. Because if they were to come straight out and tell us, that shit would never make it to the theaters. 
Well, I mean, we all believe that there was um, a landing on the moon because of what we saw on TV when they couldn't even make certain type of movies. However, they could film the landing on a moon and it could be transmitted with only a, what, 30 second delay? I know. I've been finding it harder to believe that we actually did go to the moon um, because of like scientific analyzing. You know, they say that the radiation is way too crazy. And they said that the, um, you know, the spacecraft that they used had paper thin walls and shit. And even their suits weren't adequate. And just everything around it, just it makes more sense that it was a hoax. You know, Nixon, when he called them, it was Nixon, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, he was on the landline. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. There you go, dude. Land. <laughs> From the phone, hey, that's in the Oval Office. What the hell? And, and did you know? Did, did, did you guys know what uh, pictures he had hanging in the wall? No. The moon landing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. He had the landing before the landing. Man. <laughs> yeah. You guys should go check that out, man. I, I'm pretty sure it, it's, it's something. It's the rover or something. He's got fucking hanging right there in the wall. The goddamn landing. It's crazy. It's like when fucking Bush was reading the book upside down to the kids, you know, during 9-11 and shit. It's <laughs> like, who reads a book upside down? Just going through the motions. And then everything that they they were saying, uh, everything the kids were reading in that class that same day, they were saying airplane, bomb. All these crazy words. Tower. Wow. You guys ever watched that? I haven't seen that in particular one, but I did see um, when 9-11 happened, I was like super into like the whole, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like 9-11 um, truthers and shit, you know, like. I was like a 9-11 truther, you know? That's that's cool. another thing that's freaking so big that you, I still find out stuff about that, and I'm sure I'm still going to find out stuff about that. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, things just keep coming out. There's so much about it that doesn't make sense. Um, the Pentagon, you know, when they crashed... They supposedly crashed a plane at the Pentagon and nothing was found. Not a single piece of that plane. Some people think that Trump had something to do with it. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it, man. Um, you know, um this this all 
believe it or not, this all falls into like simulation shit, man. Because oh, of course, it's it's all predicted in movies. You, Manuel, yeah. had mentioned about uh, Back to the Future, and you said it had a lot of shit in there. Like, what are some of the things that that movie had that you you think, or that you were mentioning, or you had said? The whole towers thing, that was in the simulation. That <sighs> yeah. was movie of back to the future to where at one point you know something something happened but then he he returned and then the the twin peaks and he returned at at 9-11 all these things are in that movie but they go to matrix the matrix look at the driver's license of neo yep i had 9-11 no do you, um, who was the old the grandpa or Buff? It was Buff, right? Biff. Biff. There you go. In the later Back to the Future episodes, when he's already like rich or something and he has his tower, Biff's tower, Biff is supposed to be Trump. I don't know if you guys knew that. At the Trump Tower? Yeah, because someone recently posted a thing uh, just a few days ago on Facebook that uh, this was the time that he he went back to the future, right? And I said, well, it would have been more accurate a few years ago to the movie because of Trump, you know? And Trump has been around everywhere <clears throat> um, in, in all kinds of shit with the towers, man. If you well, trying to look back at all the footage that you can about Trump, he comes out with like the towers and shit. You guys, did you guys know that he came out in the movie Home Alone? Yes. No. No. He was in Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, Lost in New York. He was in that one. Yes, and you know where? Um, was what? What was the kid's name? Kevin. Kevin. You know where he saw him? Mm-mm. At the Twin Towers, dude. <laughs> yeah. What? I think it was in the towers. He was running in the tower. Huh. You know one of the things? One of the hotels. Or one of the, or his hotel. Was it his hotel or in the tower? Oh, now I got to check. Anyway. He came out in there and it had something to do with that shit. And... He comes out in his interview. He's in a helicopter. You guys ever seen that? No. So they're videotaping Trump. And behind him is the window of the airplane. And in the view, you can see New York. And of course, the towers are right there. With Trump. I'm telling you, a lot of crazy shit. If you look back, that fool comes out with the towers a lot. And supposedly he wanted to take them out and put one Trump Tower. And he became president and shit. So somehow I think he's been over that shit. You know, like took over or something. I remember um, when Bush said, no more shredding of documents. So they passed this bill. It was no more shredding of documents, right? 
And this was like shit you not, man. This was less than a week before fucking 9-11, dude. And I just thought to myself, how many documents were in that bitch, you know? So they don't need to shred them when they just fucking blow them up. Yup. No. There's this thing called the looking glass. And we've heard of it through movies like even Alice Alice uh, in Wonderland to the looking glass. And it comes out in random places. It comes out in a cartoon show, the Rick and Morty one, where Morty is holding this diamond up and he can see like hundreds of futures of himself because he's trying to like get this girl to be his girlfriend or something. I don't know if you guys ever seen that one. I have not. Honestly, I haven't watched it. Well, there's an episode where he has this crystal. Well, this crystal supposedly did happen. This guy created it, but it wasn't really a crystal. They were seeing it through a screen, but you know, like TVs are made from like crystals of some sort, you know. And they can see like the past and the present and all that. And the guy that made this, invented this, worked on this, his name was George Van Tassel. You guys ever heard of him? I've heard the name. It sounds familiar. He was building what what they now use as a healing station out there in Nevada. And we're out where that big rock is. Where that guy that lived under that big rock lived that we talked about before. Okay, George Van Tassel. Okay, now that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, so he says he had this monitor where they can hook up people and they can ask it questions or think of stuff and the monitor would like reflect stuff and shit. So, what they ended up doing with this is they saw the end and they knew that it was going to be a cataclysmic event and there was nothing that they can do to change it. But they did what they did discover was they can do different things like they, they, they said, what if we do this? What will happen? And they showed it what they showed them what would happen up to the end where the same shit was going to happen. So they said, okay, what if, we, what if we do this? And it showed it the whole different path, the whole different timeline of what would happen. Huh. Dang. Hello? He's gone. <laughs> Clint's gone. He just stepped out. I don't know where he went. <clears throat> Damn. That was a lot of nice noise coming from that end anyways. So, yeah. And he's back. (laughs) So, yeah, so 
they were seeing they were asking it like what would happen if we did did it this way so they were seeing different outcomes but they they didn't go into what they saw at the very end so I believe that them asking this thing and and supposedly they were ever able to go to the past too and see whatever time that they wanted whatever fucking period that they, whatever they wanted to go see that's what they they could see from this thing so i think that they asked it so much so many different various outcomes they asked it so many that maybe that's what caused what we thought was the merging of different timelines like the mandela effect and people having different memories and shit like that so, so you think George Van Tassel with what he created out in the desert is what ended up merging a bunch of timelines it makes sense to me that that's what happened yeah oh man that would be interesting because technically is it the house that, that he built yes he, they, they used that round more, house that rounded the dome house Yes. In the desert. Hey, Clint, have you heard of the? Have you heard of this? No. So, there is a the the dome house in the desert in the Mojave Desert that George Van Tassel created. He made, and he believed it to have a paranormal um, power because he was told to build it, and maybe he actually used it. To a point to where, I mean, and, and, I, and I love where you're going with this because it, it kind of makes sense that he probably did use it. And so many timelines were merged because they used it over and over and over. Over and over. Eventually, I mean, yes, he died and yes, it's not in use anymore. But maybe it's not in use anymore because it actually was overused. That's insane. That is an awesome Theory. I mean, the, the the thought of that is just insane. Because could it have happened? Oh, absolutely. It, it's it's uh, it was created and uh, is is that his name? Is that the one that created? Is George Fantasel, right? Yes. Yeah. And see the way he even came about this is like he's you were you were almost saying like the way. He was even told to do this. Is that's he was out there chilling, and he said, "I gotta send you the video, of the interview of this guy, man, George Van Tassel." I don't know if you can find him on YouTube or not. I've never seen anything about him on YouTube. I haven't, um, but um, but I do know about the the. It, it is George, yeah, your George Van Tassel. He created that dorm house out in the Mojave Desert, and. It would make sense that if he completed the dome and used it, he believed it to be kind of like a time machine, but also a, 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 a way that people could be like you could actually sit in there, rejuvenate, rejuvenate yourself. But I think he might. Yeah. If he used it to do more than just that, could he have tapped into more than what he thought it could do? And that was one of the the contributing factors to possibly merging 
many timelines together. That's insane. That's an insane thought, but that is not out of the realm of possibilities. That's for sure. Some believe it was the Higgs bison, the Higgs bison experience, you know, too. The, um, what was it, particle collider? But they were trying to prove gravity. Mm. And, um, so they found out that they were able to actually prove gravity through this thing um and which almost some people believe that it it proved that there's a god well that's why that's what i'm saying a contributing factor i don't think that george van tassel might have completely been the only one to merge timeline like timelines together but that kind of makes sense and if there was other events that also might have fractured that timeline continuum and and moved it out of place eventually a multiple variations of it would create something that would be known as the mandela effect or contribute to the that mandela effect not yeah because when we're um, manipulating atoms and energies, you know, like on another level, who knows what we could be messing with? And, and if somebody else contributes to this effect again, I would think it would again scramble it even more. It's a type of mutation to where. You can sit there and take an entire box, an entire watch apart. I could take that entire watch apart and put it in a box. I could shake it and shake that box as to at some point, something will come together, but that's a form of mutation. So even doing one thing, started taking that watch apart. Eventually, that entire watch or that entire toy car was taken apart into every separate piece. It's being shaken in that box. Something is continuously just morphing it into something else. Will that car or that watch come back together? Yes, it will. Well, maybe that's why billionaires lose half of their fortune because they thought they could predict the future but someone has manipulated it and it has changed well there's another one right there too so you've got Elon Musk you know doing these crazy things and losing his ass where he thought it was like a um, a sure shot you know he thought it was like a. it was like oh yeah I'll do this because if I do this is going to happen, but then it just turned out it wasn't the case because there was more factors involved than he even knew. Like yeah. this whole Twitter thing, you know? Yeah. I like to always feel like he there's a... This account than I have, so I, I, as far as I know, he's rich. Oh, he's still rich as hell. 
but he <laughs> lost i think he lost more money than anyone had ever lost in one day recently i knew yeah. thank you that's all right oh yeah he's still styling <laughs> he'll be all right but yeah, the Mandela thing, I mean, I actually know somebody who, actually the person that told me about it is a true believer in it, and he was my best friend growing up, and he told me, did you know I had another best friend all my life, and you guys never met each other? And I was like, no, I didn't. And he's like, well, he's on the phone with me right now. And we were on three-way. And it sucked because the service was all broke up. I was driving from like Round Mountain to Tonopah. And the whole conversation was broke up. But he had that other guy on the phone. And we were all talking. And I think he believes that I'm the fake best friend. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make the fucking cut, dude. Damn. You're the yeah. you're the Mandela effect. You're the simulated friend. Yeah. And here I am with all my memories and everything. Um so I I know that I'm I'm not the simulated friend, you know? I think the other guy is. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you're you're popping up as a glimpse of the past reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's weird too because if I tell my family like memories that I've had with his family and stuff, they don't even think that they're believable. What? Yeah, like I was telling them a story. Like, of today, actually, of what happened um, when I was a kid, you know? And remember the D.A.R.E. program was all, like, crazy back then? They wanted you to turn people in and all this shit? Yeah. And, like, I, I knew I never would. I was like, yeah, my sister tries to say that I brought a bunch of roaches to school, and I was, like, trying to turn in my stepdad. And I said, I knew that I wouldn't because I was already covering for him. Um, When uh, my friend's family was asking me, like, if my stepdad smoked. Damn. So, you became part of the simulation. In other words, somehow, someway, uh... I mean, it wouldn't be too, too, too far to become, to somehow you become part of that simulation. Because, I mean, look at look at how things are just are moving in a manner to where people are like, I never said that. No, yeah, you did. Like last week, you said that. I would never say that. And he's gone. <laughs> you know, that raises a good question. 
it makes me or it makes me think of actually it makes me think of times like when you say to yourself or you argue with a friend or something to say like no man this is what happened and then you're saying like no this is what happened like total opposite or something or like no we weren't there that day we were over here Remembering something totally different on something random. Everybody has a different idea of what happened <sighs> that day. Yeah, but I mean, it may not have happened often, you know, just once or something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we all misremember too all the time. Hello. Yo. Hey, he's back. So even trip out on that, man, is that I get disconnected all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, it seems that these topics there there might come a time where we need to discuss them over a campfire because technology will not allow us to to talk about these subjects. Maybe, man. Damn, that's crazy, too. Like, the the protocols that are put in there in disguise. Like, oh, cut them off at certain certain keywords. <laughs> the well, Matrix okay. is attacking us. <laughs> yeah, dude. Totally, man. Yeah, it is a trip, man. But see, look, man, this simulation shit... It, it ties in from like so many angles like you can just realize like fuck or have a lot of moments where you're like damn I ain't even thought of that like shoot I don't know like I just think it's 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 in movies so much that there has to be something to it when so okay if the attack on towers happened and I'm going to go back to like the most obvious one because I'm going to go back to that one so the the attack happened when it happened September 11th 2001 all right, so you said that right at two zero one, dude. On my when I logged back in, so <laughs> so so you have a movie that reflects that exact date. That's the expiration date on in the movie The Matrix. The Matrix happened ninety nine. 1999 is when the movie comes out. In 2001, September 11, 2001, is when the attack happens. On the driver's license, the exact date that Neo, Mr. Anderson, when his driver's license expires, is the exact same date as the attack on the Twin Towers. Why is it that that date is there? 
of course, most people will say it's a coincidence. I don't know if it's so much of a coincidence. When it comes to Hollywood and what they do there, there's more knowledge internally than there is outside that circle. For example, do you, after all this time, after every every bit of evidence that you have, have you fully, 100% believe that there is and has been a landing on the moon? I cannot I don't believe. I can't. Me neither. It's just, we. so if we had that technology to do it back then, we would have gone back by now. Multiple times. We would have built a whole freaking city up there by now. And supposedly we have. So there are people who say we have all the major governments of the world have huge bases on the dark side of the moon and there's like 29 different species of extraterrestrials and and all this stuff you know so that's why we always see the same side of the moon every single time well I've lived on this earth for 40 some years and I look up and I see the exact same moon the exact same time all the time every time that means for billions of years that moon has turned at the exact same speed at the exact same distance and has never failed to turn at that speed for the entire time of my entire existence and everyone's existence to turn like that only like that and just like that and that is it and at the Makes speed no that our earth turns you would think at least on the other side of the earth they'd be seeing the other side of the moon or something right something exactly yeah. Yeah, because if we're spinning at the exact same speed to always see the same side, well, then that means if we go 180, then the other side of the Earth should be seeing the other side of the fucking moon. You would think. Now, I'm sending you guys both a picture because we decided to talk about this specific <laughs> event phenomenon. So, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm bringing you, you into it. So, if one telescope on one point on the earth close enough to video and get that part of the earth and get the entire rotation of the earth how is it that a telescope at that point of the earth can, can telescope the exact opposite of the earth at the same time the globe would be in the way uh, the globe would be in the way something would be in the way of the telescope it should not be film or get a an angle of both the north and the south pole at the same time Am I the wrong? light refracts through the atmosphere to the lens and it causes the bending of the 
forensic lens view. Are you trying to say something smart? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So. You didn't buy well, it. I was selling well, it for free. So, so what would you say <laughs> to something like the artificial intelligence of this earth? What would make it so? Can you remember the words from before? Because if you don't remember the words you said before, I actually have it right here in front of me. And this would be the definition of AI in a term or in a way that I feel like, okay, these are not my words in any way. And I don't know if Chris... You actually read this somewhere and it just kind of broke, came back into your brain somehow. But I'm going to go ahead and say what you said earlier about AI. I AI, think I know what you mean. AI, artificial intelligence, is a synthetic coded knowledge with the capability of evolving in undetermined patterns. So <laughs> that sounds way too smart for me to even come up with. What the hell is that? <laughs> That's what I believe AI is, man. Synthetic coded knowledge with the capability of evolving in undetermined patterns. <laughs> I don't even know those words could be constructed <laughs> in one sentence. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's... That's gotta be what AI is, man. I is, mean, is is Agent Smith still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there he is. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at a picture. I can't look at a picture and then, like, it, it just silences me, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. But, yeah, man. Um,. We were talking about AI's limitations, um, and it's the concept, though, is uh, ever evolving and capable of so much that we're we're probably not there yet. But when AI can communicate amongst itself on a global level. And use the internet at its disposal. That's when I think that we're all in trouble. Yeah. So I'm watching a show, which was also it is also a video game. Um, talk about video games and the way that they evolve technology. But the the name of the the show or well, and video game is The Last of Us, and talk about how they communicate with each other oh man that's insane because if if a form of technology kind of forms in say the west coast is it capable of communicating itself and evolve itself by the time it gets all the way across to the east coast or go across the Pacific Ocean and go in that direction and communicate even faster 
and evolve when it gets to somewhere into what we call the Far East, which isn't too far because technically it's a lot closer to go across to what is known as the Far East. So that's another question. Why is the Far East known as the Far East and the Far West known as the Far West when it's shorter distance from the Far West into the Far East? going further west <laughs> or you know like how everyone always <laughs> says north south east west never eat sour watermelons but it's always really it's always north south west east yeah but we've been programmed to to think of it wrongly I don't know why but also how they say this is the west like who determines that this is the west like yes <laughs> it's all west if you keep going west and it's yeah. all east if you go, go keep going east yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy like and and even the poles you know like I mean we take everything for granted like what we're told you know like uh, the pole, you know, the procession of the equinox. The, no, the procession of the equinox. It's the procession of the equinox, and supposedly the Earth has a wobble that takes, like, I don't know, twenty-seven hundred years or something to complete. And they've tracked it. So, like, the ancient people knew this. They knew that the Earth didn't only spin and go through different, uh, you know, basic astrology and stuff. You know, it goes through basic different areas in, in space. And, and those stars are above head and all that stuff, you know. But also at play was this wobble with the Earth. And they say that the Earth actually has flipped hemispheres. The whole entire Earth has flipped at one point. And that could have caused the flood. Um, There was a lot of analogies with the churning of the the grain and everything. And uh, the broken wheel, the... um, the, the grain wheel broke and all that and it was all symbolic it was almost like this if you were to try to give humans the knowledge of alien tech and alien knowledge in a very layman's terms that they may someday understand you would explain it to them like the grinding of the wheat wheel and it broke and you know all these different little sim- symbolic meanings that you could decipher scientifically to mean things that had to do with the orbit of the earth and stuff that shit would be written down in a universal language mm. yeah able um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, this stuff goes back. <laughs> well, I like how all the Bible is supposed to be like 
the universal book and they have a a list or oh, a plethora of lists of books of events but everybody takes it as the word the one true word they can't just take it as a list of books of events that happen throughout the ages but with why specific events you know what just just read the bible if you want to or i think it's just a bunch of boy anyways uh, that's so blasphemous to me, but who cares bull? no it's not because you say it when you say the word by bull <laughs> so it is bull dude dude well bull. Yeah, i feel <laughs> the same i mean like i, I agree but I also think there was coded messages in there um, that were taken wrong and all that. You know, like maybe, uh, you know, like in, they say in Hebrew, you know, it's like, oh, this could mean a flower or it could mean a dog turd. But you got to decide <laughs> which one it is, you know. <laughs> hey, that's why I said like. You have to learn like the language, the lingo, and everything back then. If they spoke in cartoons and numbers, we you gotta try to figure out how to speak in numbers. In order to circle back to what you were talking about, for exactly, if you're going to tra- time travel, you need to learn the language of the time. Not only the language, but there's more than enough of. Enough things, more than enough things to learn before even thinking about trying traveling to somewhere like the past where you've never been. And I believe you could you could bang a drum and light a fire, and you could achieve the same thing as you would by. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend, my coworker the homie and we were talking about that how you play the drum and and you're around the fire what's that symbolizing that's like the sun the fire you're going around it you know yeah you like 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 Agent Smith over here just talking about like we need to talk about certain things but we can't talk about it like right right now we need to talk about it over a fire what yeah <laughs> yeah because that's let that's... me light my fire then yeah blaze it up toke, toke it up man <laughs> symbolic deed you know lighting the fire between us three for one yeah. or two to gather in his name. And it's a chemical reaction. And it's... He'll be there. The whole uh, now it's getting all creepy. Yeah. Creepy vibe now, man. <laughs> nah, I'm all about it, dude. Shit, I don't even... That don't phase me, man. I'm always the guy bringing up God and shit when I was shrooming with people and shit. And they're like, knock it off. And I'm like, what are you afraid of, man? And then, like, next thing I know, the next time I see them, they're like a born again Christian or something. (laughs) (laughs) Loser. I'm like, I remember that time, man. Nah. But 
Shit, dude, I always like to keep an open mind, like, to anything, you know? And I think there is a hippie aspect to everything, like the whole simulation thing, right? Um, You know, you could log on, put on your headset, fucking digitally fucking download everything in the world, but another guy could just go march around the drums and fucking light a fire, and he's going to achieve that same connection. That's Wi-Fi right there, you know? Yes. So the the primitive man will always have a deep connection with the universe, just as deep as they could ever try to achieve with technology. It's just a different approach. Primitive man has always had that connection. I mean, you look at all the primitive cult, what we call primitive cultures had a, a, a deeper connection to everything around them better and and more symbolically than what the modern man has when when and how are we going to have that technology clint you were like 50 miles away from me and, and chris you're like a thousand miles away from me and here we are connected right now huh you know what I mean? Like, like the connection between primitive man and, and common man is is like astronomical. It's it's ridiculous. They they connected through smoke signals, or or something more primitive than that. Oh, or maybe not. I remember when I, back when I used to sell weed, like there was times when I didn't trust anybody and I would have to, I'd have them write it on paper. So I would give them a pencil and I would give them the old, psh, psh, be quiet, write it down. <laughs> and, and they'd be tripping, dude. They'd be like, what? And I'd be like, nah, we're not going to talk about it. Let's just. They're listening. Yup. And like, <laughs> You know, it was like that's how this gets with the the more we discover. Um, you, you see, back then we were even um, already knowing that they were gonna fucking be listening to it through electronics, and that's what they do now and shit. Oh, uh, even though back then it would be like a wire, which was way more personal because I'm basically telling that dude, like, I think you got a wire, motherfucker. Like, just write uh-huh. that shit down because I still want that 20 bucks. We're too close to that public phone. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> That's pretty the things sad, you would do, The things we would do for 20 bucks back in the day, huh? Uh, we're just like, yeah, just write it on paper. I don't trust your ass. <laughs> That's fucking sad, dude. Hey, it 20 seems- bucks 10 times, shit. Yeah, it adds <laughs> up, man. Shit. <laughs> I know you can't keep that piece of paper. That's mine. In fact, I'm going to erase it. I'm going to erase it. <laughs> I'm going to it. It's all people are writing Delete over that the shit. top of my- <laughs> Let me see That's the eraser. Good. No, we can even we- I'm going to roll this up right now. We can smoke with our conversation. What the hell? Yeah, that's why we wrote it on rice paper. (laughs) (laughs) That was the funniest too, dude. Is like we'd sit there, I would be blazing everyone out like nonstop all day long. 
fuck, man. I'd be hardly even making any money. I'd be just like smoking the lonely man. Yeah, just I I don't know why I needed <laughs> everyone to smoke my weed all the time. Dude, you were like the uh, uh back what was the movie? Uh half baked. <laughs> yeah. Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, dude. Or Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, did you see the new one? Did you see that fucking Clerks 3? Clerks 3. Oh, oh no, I haven't seen it. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. Oh, damn, son. That was a What's ch- it on? Uh, I don't remember, but it was a tearjerker. Tearjerker. Ah. Oh, dude, it had me crying twice. Ah. What is wrong with you? I don't even know you. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. (laughs) It's whack, dude. I was like, it it all comes together, too, because I heard some of that. Um, I heard some of that. Back when Clerks 1 came out. So it was like full circle. So it relates to 1 and 2? If you had ever heard like the origins of the movie and where it came from and stuff, that's kind of where it goes back to. But Only yeah, stoners it's... would know what Clerks is about. Because I asked like people who had never been stoned before in their lives. Like, I've never seen that. I'm like, dude, I've never been stoned in my life, and I know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, I need to get you stoned, man. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never in my life have I even done anything close to that. Damn, I off dude. my ass, blacked out, and I've never been stoned. <laughs> dude it's it's like it basically like it's like dreaming when you're awake man man <laughs> dude there is a list list i mean like i would have to go back and get a list i'm like hey guys it's happening all right it's happening like in three days it gets three days get your ass over here it would be a whole different type of burning man the amount of people I've told <laughs> like I've never been stoned in my life so it was ha- oh hell no let's go everybody let's go freaking <laughs> oh dude I would take work I would take a week off of work man or two <laughs> like like the amount of people I've said uh, if I ever get stoned I'll let you know okay let me know man <laughs> Yeah. The only thing Maybe. is, man, it's like, cause like I occasionally I'll smoke, but it's not the same, dude. Is like when I used to be able to smoke every day. You know what I'm saying? Like the tolerance is part of enjoying it. In another reality, Manuel's the stoner, and I am the prude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know, yeah. And I have someone on the show that shares the same birthday as me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a simulator. Hey, and he has other shit in common with Manny than with me. You know, like me and him, we, you know, smoke bud, done shrooms, things like that. <laughs> Dude, we got that, man. Fuck. That's the crazy yeah, thing. It'd be the exact opposite. 
Hey, you know, you know what's crazy? Like you guys have the same birthday, but I also have a friend too that has the same birthday as wow. as you as you as have. us. Yes. Oh, that's one. That one dude I met in uh, Cali. Yep. Yeah. Same day, same year. I met him too. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm telling you, I I have met. I, I should not have met as many people as I've met with not only my same birth day, but birth date, birth year, birth year, everything. With the one dude in Cali, Clint, that one girl that from school. That's four people. That's a trip, dude. And also, nobody famous, like, pretty much has our fucking birthday, dude. Like, even of any year, I've looked it up, and I'm like, what the fuck? We couldn't have had, like, nobody? Like, shit. No one. But I met, I mean, I mine. three other people that I know that I have met with the exact same birth date as me, born on the same day. People I've met, and on top of that, one, two, total of six people that I've known with the exact same birthday as me, but four out of those six with the same same date. Dude, weird. wouldn't it be crazy if you like if I it, like if I researched the day I was born and like figured it out like that they took the wrong baby at the hospital or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then you I live somebody else's reality. Yeah, dude, like they took me and he became a little rich boy and shit. Like <laughs> I'm like, damn, motherfuckers. Give me your money. Line. Give me your fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktail fruit. <laughs> I'm not a fish. I'm somebody's bitch. <laughs> Yes, Squirrel Master. Yeah, Squirrel Master, dude. Squirrel Master came out of left field. Bro, I didn't even know that was fucking Chong until like way after. Oh, Squirrel Master? Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's Chong, damn. Dude, we used to watch Up and Smoke like over and over. I could quote that entire movie. Fuck yeah, man. And then you ever see uh, that one born in East LA? Oh, yeah, dude. That was hilarious. <laughs> the fucking Santiquana. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, bring me a beer. <laughs> that was a shit, dude. Hell yeah. Man, I, I love that shit, man. I don't know why the jousting was just hilarious to me, dude. You know what's crazy? Mexican brothers? Yeah. The what brothers? Corsican brothers. I haven't seen it. 
What? It's with Chishin Chong too. They oh. like travel. They travel through fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I can quote more stoner movies than half the stoners I know. What? They ain't stoners then. Shit. That's because you can remember the shit. Better rephrase. Oh, that too. (laughs) 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 You remember too. They're like, dude, my wife's a big stoner now. And it's like, damn it. You know, I get to smell it all the time. Well, it's just down the street from you. Good luck. You guys dispensary down the street, like literally like half a mile. Most of all our scary shit is good to hear while high and good luck and goodbye. That's a good one to hear real high. Our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and the tarot, no tarot. <laughs> That's another one to hear high. Mm. Yeah, just in case. Hey. Must, uh... Clint, you heard that one yet? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Being mean to ask. Oh, hey. You know, you had asked me before, and listening back, I, I didn't even answer you. You had asked how long it takes to edit. If it's like three hours. Son of a bitch, she's gone. Dang it. Well, you probably didn't hear none of that. None of that, I'm sure. You got quite <laughs> old son. Where is he at? I'll start off with the you had asked me. Yeah. If he comes back, what the hell? There he is. All right. And he's back. Yo. Hey, Clint, you had asked me before, like, how long does it take to edit? I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And I didn't even really answer you, man, but <sighs> damn, now I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, it takes a long fucking time. <laughs> oh, I bet, man. Like, if, if it's like three hours or something, I'll probably, like, if I was to sit down and do it, it'd probably be like eight, ten hours. So I just do it, like, throughout and shit. But, uh, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. At least you can blaze up and listen to it. Oh yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> <in that nature. laughs> so a lot of them, I make them so like if you hear them all high, you be tripping out and shit. Mm. Oh yeah, man, it gets deep, man. Cause like, Dude. I love, you know, we we go with the things we've heard, the things we've read, the things we've seen. And then the things we feel. My, I we we got one with you. You, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but it's my sister-in-law, and she's reading my tarot cards, and it's called tarot. No tarot. What? (laughs) Tarot. No No, tarot. But uh, yeah, I was I was gonna ask that too, man. Like, I guess, off the air. <laughs> but I don't know if you've been listening to, if you've heard the podcast. Like, like if you've heard some or all. Because Dude, 
you know, I've, we might get into some subjects and I don't know if, if you know, like what you've heard us talk already <laughs> or not. You know what I mean? I've seen that you guys have had lots of guests and stuff. I haven't had time to listen to them, but um, I did notice that. And, and the only reason I bring that up is because, you know, for, for future reference, like if we start like talking about something or you know like you start asking us maybe about something that we've already talked about you know what i mean oh and, yeah and, and, and we'd be like oh yeah we you know just okay. I, I guess because if we're like on the podcast it'll make it it'll make it seem like oh well hell clint don't even know Nothing about their podcast or something like that, you know. <laughs> That's funny, dude, because you guys have already touched on all this shit, dude. Yeah, I got you. And then, I mean, I would try to edit it to, you know, where it don't sound like that. That's what I try to do. And, and like, hell, I'm, I'm, I try to make this sound good, you know, try to mix it in and shit. Like, I even took in parts of the show. And, and putting shit that has played later first before other shit, you know, just to try to make shit like flow or, you know, sometimes I, if, if shit sounds fucked up and I take out like <laughs> one word and then it doesn't make sense for a whole chunk, then I, I, I take out a whole chunk. <laughs> I mean, but to be honest, I think I've edited myself out more than anything throughout the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> like me because well, that's the beauty of it. I've also done like oh, I'm gonna take this out because I only barely touched on it and I want to talk about it later and then I've never talked about it again so I've you know I think I've edited myself out more than anything but um uh it another thing is that I wanted to bring up whenever I had the chance or whenever I thought about it and I did right now is that I think that is odd that we have like a third co a third co-host or a second co-host I should say that joined in the third season <laughs> oh that's a trip man yeah what the hell? yeah you're right I mean, we had you as as a as a guest. Oh, that's right. But I'm telling you, like, it, it works out awesome because having that third one definitely gives it that odd vibe. And also, I mean, there might be something to the oblivious guy. You know, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there might be something to that, dude, because you guys can like. Have full discussions like ahead of time, and then here I come, like, and I'm telling you a bunch of bullshit, like, that's not even accurate, and it kind of <laughs> adds to the humor of it, you know. Like, oh, man, it's also one thing, <coughs> my bad, one thing, uh, I want you to just keep in mind. Uh, I'm pretty sure, manual is something we do, like. Nothing is for sure. We don't sit here and present like this is for sure and this is a certain fact. I just kind of like go regurgitate shit that I hear from somewhere else, but I don't try to say that it's a fact, you know? 
Yeah, like I'm trying to find a way to say that, like uh, the idea of this, or yeah. a lot of people believe this, or something like that. Just try to give food for thought. So that's why, like, nothing's really ever really wrong here. Like, and I want you guys to know that I don't really believe everything I talk about. You know? Huh? Yeah, like it's not my belief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's almost like a disclaimer. Like, you would think that fucking Alex Jones would have to say something at the start of his show or something, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I, I put that shit in the fucking in the descriptions in the podcast all the time. Like, explicit. Don't take nothing that we say as literal. It's all just drunken gibberish at its finest. It's awesome, man. <laughs> It's so I would totally I mean like I haven't had a lot of time but I dude this is totally up my alley. If I was listening to fucking podcast, I'll be listening to it at work and shit. Cause I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> you know you know, believe it or not, there's uh I've I've actually had some uh some our comment board because we don't have to get a little comments. But I've had actually people. It's it, it's interesting. It, it is drunken gibberish, and that's what we do. Uh, hopefully, at our finest here, we are all over the damn place because we uh, start off sober and uh, we end up. So- Super drunk, like I am right now, and I had to mute it for like two seconds so I could burp my ass off. Hell yeah! Amen to that, brother. And, but that's cool because, like, when we first start off, I'm all quiet and like reserved, and then like once I loosen up a little bit, it just flows, you know. Because I said I said this before. I don't know if you recorded this before, but I've said it before, and. There's been traditions and ways of communicating with um, other realms and spirits. According to like medicine man and other cultures to where they get to a certain point of elevation before they can actually get in touch with other realms, other spirits. Well, the way we do it here is through inebriation and natural remedies. Uh, Everything we do is through natural remedies because whether it be some kind of uh, plant bases or cooked bases, everything came from earth, whether it be beer or other natural remedies. Everything was made here on Earth, and I like to get in touch with a higher spirit through beer and alcohol. So, yes, I do enter a different space and a different time, like the three of us do right now. Oh yeah, dude! Like we elevate ourselves. Like I've been shrooming several times, and I get around people that are drunk, and they're like almost on the same plane, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter what you're well, you. But you have the uh, absinthe. You guys heard of that? Yes, mm-hmm. I have some absinthe. That that supposedly can take you to another level, seeing stuff and all that. 
I, I, I'm scared, man. I have a brand new bottle. I have like two bottles of absence. I have not even opened up. Dude, I found my EMT and I got that recorder and I got a camcorder. I want to get the night vision camcorder, dude. And then we could do legit video fucking paranormal ghost hunting and shit. Yes, and I, I was uh, thinking too of getting the spirit box. Do you have that one? I don't, man. That's uh, a little. I, I want. I'm gonna get one. Um, you know which one that is? Um, yeah. I mean, there's a few different ones, but like, um, yeah, Edison supposedly designed one early on, but his was way more advanced supposedly and then the mormon church claims that they had one back in the day well um, i'm talking about like the ones they use that to ghost hunt it's it's uh a radio AM frequency yeah and it uses the radio it scans through the frequency like they can use it to and, uh, communicate yes and it scans through like the it scans through the stations or something yep. Dude, I used to listen to AM640 Coast to Coast. It was Art Bell. Mm-hmm. And that dude would do two personalities. He'd be the radio host, and then he'd also be his guest. But most of the callers didn't realize that. And so they'd call in and argue with the guy, and it would be him. And he would be some pompous fucking asshole. You know, he'd be super controversial and everything on purpose so that the callers would like call in and argue with him. And little did they know, he was the one doing both the voices, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I remember Art Bell. So, one thing that I think would be awesome is for future ones in the description will be some linked um you'll link some stuff it'll be different like youtube channels type of links and i I, it's gonna be awesome like right now you have um definitely link up the whole video that you did that you posted up on youtube Put that link on there and anyone who listens go look at the description there'll be a link on there to go look at a video of some simulation type of scenario that we've that, that has been seen in movies um in the future there'll hopefully be some links to some actual evidence that we have hopefully captured during during some maybe investigations that we've done on our own of ghost phenomena hopefully in some places that we hopefully caps catch some stuff and then we'll be here on a podcast talking about that video that we will have recorded and posted up for everyone to actually see so that will be our way to actually see a video and be able to talk about it here on biology yeah do like clips and stuff and i would like to um try more structured stuff like i could uh, send you 
guys some links to the videos I watch and stuff, and I can keep, make notes so I could have like a little. Fuck yeah. You know, and we could we could take we could screenshot that to each other, and we could do a timeline type thing where like, um, I have a paragraph or like topic points on a certain subject and stuff, and we could even plot it out, you know. And another suggestion is when you notice that we're coming back, we're kind of backtracking to a previous topic. You can just write down that time. And then when you go back to edit, you can just be like, oh, 38 minutes. Clint starts talking about what we fucking originally started talking about at the beginning of the show or whatever, or vice versa, you know? Uh, Yeah. It would help you do all kind of stuff, man. Like you guys could even interject jokes and shit throughout like shit that you think of, you know, like that's like, I don't know, like what I did at the very beginning. Can you guys hear me? Because how deep in the side I am. That's why I was like the other night, not trying to say shit because of the rabbit hole that Benio brought up. (laughs) I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? You're talking about rabbit hole? That's that's how I wanted to start the show. <laughs> Dude, I thought of a rabbit hole type deal for a birthday present. Like so um basically you create a rabbit hole on the internet for your buddy or something, right? <laughs> So if you got them with the first link, right, like an advertisement, like so if I know that you're into fucking motorcycles or something, right, and and I get that one link on there on your page, I mean, this goes beyond fucking my knowledge of like computer fucking shit, but it's totally feasible like to where you could actually click on the motorcycle or whatever it is, right? And then while you're reading that and 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 whatever it might pertain to, it gets into another thing I know you're interested in and then that happens to be highlighted in the text and then you click on that, you know? And it was just kind of like this idea that someone could click like f- fucking five links deep, you know? And then they end up clicking on the next one and it says, hey, wake up, dude. Happy birthday. Fucking I knew that I'd find you here. But just, you know, keep an eye out because look at how the Internet can lead you places, you know. It was, you know, it was kind of like an eye opener for everybody because we don't realize that we're so predictable. And those rabbit holes are out there. Oh, yeah. those rabbit holes for sure. Yeah, next thing you know, you know, you could start off at anything and you could end up, before you know it, you're fucking on YouTube watching fucking the weirdest shit you ever fucking imagined. And you're going, How did I get here, dude? You're looking for <laughs> the next thing you know, you're over here on faces of death, like Jesus, man. Yeah, you're like, Damn, I didn't know I was there. That's too extreme right there. Come on, man. I'm looking for unicorns, man. Like, 
Oh, oh, that's another thing too, dude. Is like, I could be bringing up the Siberian unicorn, right? But I didn't really look into it that great. And next thing you know, it's some kind of fucking like porn site. M fucking orgy, fucking who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Like damn, Clint was talking about this shit, dude. But yeah, I guess we got to do our research, man. Yeah. You never know what kind of things. Well, I remember my buddy's band was called Crimson Moon, and they were like a black metal, like a vampiric black metal band. And I told my boss about it at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, my friend's got this band, Crimson Moon and shit. And then he searched that shit on the internet, and it was like a spanking club. It was like an adult spanking club or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, damn, that's what your buddy's into? And I was like, nah, man, that's that's something totally different, man. Hmm. Well, fellas, I'll tell you what, man. We did not even go around the table with the simulation shit. <laughs> the simulation is a tough one for me, man, because I don't want to. I, I don't know. I guess I, I just don't want to think that everything's fake. <laughs> Are you saying it scares you? Well, I just, I guess what it is, is just, it is scary because if you believe it's a simulation, that's almost the same as believing there's 27 versions, you know, at the end of the tunnel, you know, like if somebody believes it's a simulation, then what are they capable of, you know? Um, That could be a scary thing, you know, like. Oh, it's all fake anyways. Who cares, you know? Yep. So you're scared? <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Well, see, that's just that's just it, man. Like, somehow we have that thought that if we believe it's a simulation, then everything's not real. But it's, it's not that. I guess you could say it's the exact opposite. That not real is our realness. Yeah. Um, if if you can wrap your your brain around that, like that fakeness is the realness that we are in. For us, like we're in that fakeness. Therefore, that fakeness is our reality. Yeah, because that's where we ground ourselves. That's like where we, all our memories and everything. Um, I don't know if you, have you guys watched Dark City yet? Hmm. I haven't. No. Um, Keeper Sutherland, fucking dude, check that shit out. It's crazy, man. Because it sort of dabbles into that same thing. And it's got aliens and everything, man. Well, if our our reality is not our reality, it's just a simulation, then 
whether we want to face it or not, I mean, it's still our reality. Yes. Whether it's simulated or not, it's still the reality that we face every day. If you want to look at it that way, whether it is or not, it's it's technically the reality we face every day. Just like in the movie Free Guy. Yeah. No matter what, that's what they faced every single day until they realized that no matter what, it was a simulation. The simulation was their reality. Yeah, that's true, man. And it is more feasible, too, in many different levels, man. And it's less if scary. it is, it's less scary if you if you realize, like, it doesn't matter whether it's our simulation or our sim our reality because if it's if if our simulation is our reality that is our reality no matter what we can't do anything about it but to live through it and to live through it is to get through it and get to the end yes it's our processor too you know like because how are we geared like how do we take things in Um, that has a big influence on the simulation as it unfolds also because uh, it's like you know if we have the right perspective um, we can in in some ways control the simulation yes which is kind of like what you have taught in seminars create your reality and things like that hell yeah sometimes you gotta create that reality to be able to face that reality uh hey man so manual did you have anything for this simulation simulation shit I can't even say that word no more <laughs> I'm gonna disconnect my headphone <clears throat> I don't know if it's gonna disconnect but I gotta charge my phone now but I'm good hells yeah bros because regardless of what it is I think we're we're good to go um I don't know about you, Clint, but yeah, I'm good, man. That was fucking epic as usual. Here we are. It's uh, it's about midnight in simulation. Anything? You're next. I was next. God damn it. Um, I was just basically uh, what what I was saying is simulation wise, I think it's uh, shoot, I don't even remember what I was saying. What the hell, I don't even go well, back to that. I thought we had ended that one already. <laughs> no man. Far simulation. I just I just wanted to say like. Far. <laughs> Do you think we're in a simulation? 
as far as <laughs> mother, mother, I was, uh, <laughs> I was just basically <laughs> saying that everything went today, tonight, at the end for as far as simulation. Um, we touched on some really good um, parts that it, it's it's almost like like there's there's no end to it. No matter how much you touch on it, there's always going to be something new that comes up as far as simulation because simulation even goes as far as touching onto something like time travel because there's it seems like there's always a new variation. When it comes to a simulation. So that means that. Somewhere in the future. Maybe. There is. A, a, a type of time travel. That is going to continuously. Affect. The present. In a new way. Yeah like deja vu. Like a deja vu type thing. Yes. Or sometimes I'll try things like Jedi mind tricks and they'll work. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you do want to give me a million dollars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell yeah, man. Shit, we can wrap it up, man. We've been talking for a while. I don't know how long it's been, but... Yeah, dude. I'm, I think we did a pretty good one. Yeah, we we could totally cut it right here and uh, just say we are good to go. I like this, man. We'll get together and see what we talk about next time. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, all right, man. I'll thank you. It was good talking with you guys, like usual. And I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on and having fun with us. Till next time. All right, thank you guys. Have a good Peace. night. This out. Uh, Peace. All right, later, and man. And we are done. Cut. Cut. And good night. Out. Loyalty. Estoy bien bueno. Hello. What's hey. happening? Hey, we have our. Everyone's here. All right, what's happening, man? My bad. How do I sound? Oh, it's all good. Sounds clear to me. Oh, you guys sound right up and close and personal. I hear a hell of a echo, though. Yeah, I got the echo.
I wonder if Phil. Check. Huh. I hear no echo with Clint. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's so hard to talk with an echo. Yes, it makes me pop while I talk. <laughs> you'll, you'll just sound like me. <laughs> I sound that way all the time. What the fuck? What the fuck? Huh. I wonder if it's these headphones. Hello. I got mine on. <laughs> I do. Awesome. awesome. Well, hell, yeah. man, I would have to click right now and see if it records the echo. Or maybe try again. Maybe try it. Let's see what happens. See what happens. Ding dong. <laughs> Come in. What up? <laughs> What's happening, man? Why did you take your whole case off of that? It's not your old phone. Shut up. I'm recording. Down the garage. But eventually. Shut up, woman. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I thought I muted that. No, I heard everything. Am I muted right now? No. You serious? Uh, yeah, I'm serious. Hey, my mute you. just broke. No way. It just, like, literally, I'm on mute right now, and that was supposed to mute. I'm sorry. That was me closing my, uh, my door, and my mute button is done. I well, let's start this shit. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. 